हालाल्लुया दिवस we salute you and we salute your faith no one is greater than him jesus hallelujah let's just talk generally about our life is all about faith we are household of faith christianity lies in the heart Let's take a look at the book of Mark 9. Hallelujah. He said to them, Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. Read with me. That is just the first test. I take it again. That is verse 1. That's Mark 9. He said He said to them, "Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see that the kingdom of God has come with war." Mean when you talk of kingdom of God, you talk of power. Glory. Glory. Okay, let's go to the verse 14. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teacher of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and run to greet him. Good morning, sir. Are you ready with along with me? You see, let's take it again. That is verse 14. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them. And the teacher of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, both the teacher of the law, disciple and all other people there. See what happened? They were overwhelmed with wonder and run to say well good morning sir good morning sir they abandoned the teacher of the law now verse 16 what are you arguing with them about that is the word jesus they went to say to jesus good morning jesus said ah why you people argue there what's happened he asked a man in the crowd answered teacher i brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech that is could not speak whenever six him it threw him into the ground he foamed at the mouth that is in natural sense here we call it epileptic So now take it back again. They say, "I asked your disciple to drive out the spirit, but they could not. To drive out the spirit, to cast out the spirit, but they could not." Mm. Listen to what Jesus said in this case now. He said, "You unbelieving generation." Jesus answered, 
how long shall I stay with you? Hmm, take note of this too well. How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. The issue is not even disciple alone now. They were reporting disciple to Jesus, but Jesus now take the issue to all. All of you. All of you. You unbelieving generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. That is how been with your midst for long. And you have been seeing this happen over the time, over and over and over and over and over. With the teaching, with the message going from mid churches to another. Yet, now, verse 23. Are you there? He said, if you can, say Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. We are talking about our faith. Yes. You are a household of faith. And uh, your faith has no alternative. Whether there is food on the table or not, or there is money in your pocket or not, Jesus is our Lord. If I'm talking to you, Oh, I'm talking to you. Thank you. This is an encouragement to the timid soul. I mean, faithless generation, like Jesus has said. He called them faithless generation, unbelieving generation, which I regard as a timid soul. Impatient, because we are in generation, like many that are impatient, we have many people that have come here today, they have gone. Say, ah, when pastor will come out, what is happening? This is an encouragement. So what's the message saying there? He said, bring the boy to me, you unbelieving generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Stay with you, put up with you, eat with you. You see me within, around, within, outside, Without yet, you are not called upon to look within to see how much faith you have, but you are called to look unto God, the author, because faith is natural. It's not that disciple did not have power. You have power, I have power. But they lack necessary faith to release the power. If you don't have power, you cannot wake up, you cannot speak, you know what I mean? Your enemy do not want you to wake up. But you say to Jesus, protect me, protect me, and you are protected. You may not see that as a miracle because you like money, you need money. You, you just want that miracle of money. Once that, that is not answered, no miracle. Uh, yeah, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. Hey, your miracle that you sleep, you wake up. Miracle that you walk freely, you laugh freely, you eat freely, you sleep freely. I mean, everything, you, you sit freely. There are many people that are looking forward to, for that miracle. They want to walk freely. They want to talk freely. They want to look freely. They want to sit down in our midst. 
but here you are, talking freely, you have been dancing. Oh, there was one dance I want to dance. I saw that dance, I said, I must repeat it. Yes, I, the thing escaped my mind. In fact, I wrote the name, they call it, I don't know, the name is there. The name of that dance. Oh my God. Batasoro. Batasoro. Batamusuna. Tenandoro. I got it. I got it. The thing just escaped by my head. It was the message now that remind me that don't forget the dance you want to dance. I saw you when you were doing like this. You are working freely, talking freely. Look here you are. You even sweat freely. There are many people praying to sweat. They, there's nothing. You laugh freely, you take freely, you dance freely. There are many people in bondage looking forward to have the opportunity you have today. But here you are. The disciple, not, they did not have power, but they lack necessary faith to release. What we need to do is to use our faith to put a demand upon anointing. To use what? To use what? To put a demand upon what? Anointing. We use our faith to put a demand on the anointing. They have power but lack necessary faith. You have power, but you lack necessary faith. Somebody will say, oh, I don't have power. Power of God, no, what? Some people will be praying, God, give me power, give me power. That is a wrong prayer. How can you have God to give you power? You have, but to release this power, it is the measure of faith you have is the measure of power, the grace of God you enjoy. Faith is, is a heavenly currency. Disciples, they have power. They had power, but lack necessary faith to release the power they need to deliver the boy. But they have been delivering people before that time they have been delivering many demons. They have been cast out the demon, but that became stiff opposition because they need to get to a certain level degree to do that job. Hallelujah. Faith is natural. Faith is what? It's natural. It's natural. It's natural. We need to know the faithfulness 
and trustworthiness of God. Simple. You don't need the greater faith. But you need to know the faithfulness and trustworthiness of God. Simple. The faithfulness and the what? Trustworthiness of God. If you pay attention to God's word, you will find that faith comes spontaneously, that is naturally. Are you there? The more you look at God, look to God, and meditate on God's word, the more you will find that faith comes spontaneously. To look at God, look to God, meditate on his word, day and night. When you realize that God is reliable, your faith will simultaneously grow. That is side by side. Just, ah, God is great. That will take you to another level again. Like this testimony you hear now, if you really sincerely confessing with your heart what you are saying since morning, we see something happen, say, ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, and you do this sincerely with all your heart, that will take you to another level of faith. Are you with me? Maybe you don't understand what I'm talking about. Like, any moment from now, what you will be seeing, happen. And when it happens, you say, ah, God grace, God grace, God grace. It takes you to another level of faith. That will take you back again. When you realize that God is reliable, your faith will Simultaneously grow. That is side by side. And you know, some of us, when we confess, ah, Jesus is great, we are not doing that with all our hearts. We just learn people child with child. We are not talking about that. We see people cry, hallelujah, hallelujah. You too say, hallelujah. No. When you are convinced, with all your heart, you chant, Jesus is Lord. It takes you to another level. Wow. Another level again. Faith is natural. Faith is a trust that arises out of the power that the other party is honest, 
trustworthy, reliable, and stable. Because Jesus is honest, is faithful, is reliable, is trustworthy. You cannot say, I have faith in you. No, we don't use it. It's misused language. You have faith in human being. Who is honest, who is trustworthy, who is stable, who is reliable. Our faith is perfected by our acting. That is, faith is perfected by our acting on God's word. By looking into the well and at it, you bring Jesus on the scene instantly. By what? By looking into the word, the word of God. Looking into the word of God with attention, with all your heart. And acting it, you bring Jesus on the scene. To bring Jesus on the scene, you know, Jesus, you see Jesus. And they say, Jesus, Jesus. Be he. Before you see, you see Jesus in the scene. Be delivered. You see Jesus on the scene. So, faith is perfected by our acting on the word. So, it's not the issue of, I'm looking for faith. You now take Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you read, many of us read Bible three times in a year, or once in a month. Yet, no faith. Listen, faith is natural. The more you look at God, look to God, meditate on the way, the more you will find that faith comes spontaneously, naturally. And I, I give you another, that an expression and belief that Jesus is reliable. He give you a slot of faith. Just a belief that, ah, Jesus is reliable. With all your heart. Maybe you are just coming to church for the first time today. You just say, ah, Jesus is great. I don't know what happened. You just believe just with your heart that Jesus is great. It gives you a slot of what? Huh? Your faith grows Simultaneously. You just need to release yourself. Release yourself. And whatever you do in his presence, do it with all your heart. What is not come from your heart is a sin. That is, what is not come from faith is a sin because faith is of man's heart. Don't allow your emotion, your feeling, to control you. You just feel, ah, it's like it's, there's a sun in my air. Something is about to happen. I mean, that is not Christ. 
that is not of God. Or you are just going, you see spider webs, like many of you have this kind of sign. And you are moving, and you, you, you suddenly find spider web cover your face. You say, ah, I have to go back home. Danger, danger, danger. Because it has happened to you many times, and something happened. So you now believe that something will continue to happen because of that spider war. These are feelings. These are what? Feeling. Or what people say about you. What people believe about you. Should not control your faith. You know yourself more than anyone. Now people say, ah, you have been going to church. See, you are still sick. They believe you are not serving the living God. That is their belief. That should not be the outcome of your faith. Because God can use anything to preserve us. To keep you somewhere for a while. Now, the disciples of Jesus were not happy that they were humiliated. Because before now, they were healing, delivering people before they met that steep opposition. They were setting people free, they were healing people, they were delivering people. But now they are facing a steep opposition they could not deliver. And when they were arguing among themselves, and the disciples were saying, be delivered, be delivered, be delivered. The noise was so much. The Pharisees and the Sioux were around looking at them. Say, look at these people. Deliver, deliver. Well, what me? They saw Jesus coming afar. And they look at Jesus. They abandoned the disciple and the, 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 the demon-possessed boy. And they run to Jesus. The father of demon-possessed boy run there. Good afternoon, sir. I brought my son to your disciple, and they could not deliver. He said, I believe. That is why I'm here. Help my unbelief. He, he, he confessed two things. He said, I believe. That is why I'm here. That is, in my own way, I believe. That is the meaning. In religious way. But if my religious belief is not going to meet your belief, please help my. Because the man was a religious man. And you should know that there's difference between religious people and Christianity. There's a difference. But in the world today, the same definition, the same meaning to them. But that is different. Christianity believes that Jesus came to restore the relationship and fellowship between God and man. That is the definition of Christianity. Christian, our belief, Jesus came to restore the relationship and fellowship between God and man.
that is Christian. So now to restore this relationship, T for tat is not accepted. It's not accepted. When you slap me as a Christian, you are not allowed to hold an offense whether you are right or wrong. That is Christianity. Whether you are wrong or right, you are not allowed, you are not permitted to hold an offense. That is Christianity. So today, are you a Christian? If you are not a Christian, you are religious people. So people don't know the difference between Christianity and religious people. So the father of Deba Possessor was a religious man. That is why he ran to Jesus. I believe that is why I'm here. Mean, I believe in my own way, in a religious way. Teeth for tat. You hate me, I hate you. You forgive me, I forgive you. That is religious standard. You help me, I help you. Love for selfish, for classic, for materialisms. But our love is unconditional. So this is the challenges we are facing today. Christianity lies in the heart. What is not come from your heart is a sin. Can you imagine how many sins you commit every day? When you greet your brother, it's not from your heart. You just have to greet because he's your senior. And immediately, if you finish greeting him and he turns back to you, you don't. If I'm right, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. I say, Christianity lies in the heart. Tell your neighbor. I can't hear you. That means what is not from your heart is a sin. And today, can you imagine how many sins you committed? You either you greet him because he's your superior, or you greet him because he's your boss. You greet him because you need help. Many things, 90% of what you do every day are not from your heart. Are not from your heart. You help people. The help are not from your heart for selfish and for classic and materialism. Can you imagine how many friends you have today that they are not from your heart? It's like you are under the rail, you are under a kind of a force you cannot resist. Even your working place, you have to greet your boss. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. They are not from your heart. And the Christianity lies in the heart. This is to tell you that many things we do, you see people do many good, good, good things. Those good, good things has no record with God. Either charity or help or favor 
you give assistance to people, whatever you give, even loan, money you give, and whatever people say is kind, the man is kind, and at the end of the day, you find him in the hellfire. Because those things are not from, from the heart. Are you with me? Now sit down and tell me how many things you do from your heart. Even prayer. When I say rise up and pray, because I said that you rise, not that you believe. Say we be, when we start praying, you say, not that you believe. You just have to, when I say in Jesus' name, you say amen, not from your heart. Because I say in Jesus' name, you see it as a tradition. You just have to say amen. That's a problem. You see many people on the outside to you, they are very kind, they are very nice. You still find them in hellfire. Ah, very nice man, very good. What a wonderful man. Oh my God, he can give his life. Oh, he's wonderful. What a generous woman. What a kind woman. Those things are not from This is why our life is like this. See your life. See all what you are doing. Okay, how many of us actually pray for sickness? Why sickness? How many of us pray for hardship? Why are you facing hardship today? Because the prayer you offer is not from your heart. You pray for blessing. Bless me, bless me, bless me. And then you face poverty. It means what you are praying for is not from your heart. And faith is of my heart. And what is not come from faith is a sin. So Christianity lies in the heart. That is, if you say you are a Christian, whatever you are doing that is not from your heart, God knows nothing about it. It's not from God. If whatever you do that is not from your heart, God is not the rewarder. And God is our rewarder. Everything, greeting. If you don't want to greet, don't greet. But greeting that is not from your heart. Smile, people will smile to you. See? <laughs> How are you? So, as a result of our life, what you are doing, people see you doing, they are not from your heart. No one here actually pray for poverty. Why poverty? God is not deaf and dumb. It's not a man that lies. When you call, you hear you. From today, I order that protection lie to go. Rise up, rise up, and open your lips, begin to rebuild that pretentious lie. You keep pretending all what you are doing, they are not from your heart. Begin to rebuild them. That's insincere. I order that pretentious lie in the name of Jesus to go, to leave you. Prayer.
In the name of Jesus Christ. Almost the way of life, business, you have to pretend. You have to pretend to love, whereas you are not love the person. You have to pretend to greet, whereas from your heart is not what you intend to do. You have to pretend to care, whereas you are not actually me to care. Life has been like that. I know the way of life. For how long shall we continue this? And God is our rewarder. This is our rewarder. How do we receive reward? This is not actually the, the reward of life you are living. What you say on the outside is quite different from the life you find yourself. The prayer you offer, you fast and pray and fast and pray and fast and pray. You keep praying for blessing. Poverty keep coming. You keep praying for breakthrough. Setback keep coming. You keep praying for healing. Sickness keep coming. It means that this prayer you offer are not from your heart. And whatever that is not from your heart is a sin. Your relationship with people has been from your heart. Disappointment cannot separate you people. Husband and wife, if you sincerely love your husband and your husband love you, and that love from the heart, <laughs> hatred will bring more understanding to the marriage. Disappointment will bring more understanding to the marriage. It will promote the marriage, not separate the marriage. Where is it in the Bible that when you marry, your marriage is out of trouble, out of touch, out of, where is it? Why trouble separate the marriage? Why crisis separate the marriage, the relationship? Because we are not sincere. The marriage is not from the heart. We married ourselves because of outward appearance, because of what we see, money, property, beauty, outward looking. These are the reasons why we get married to ourselves. And this kind of mercy cannot stand the test of time. Cannot stand the test of time because at what reason will soon fade away. At what reason will soon fade away. The beauty will soon fade away. The handsome will soon fade away. Property, money. Look at what's happened now. Many business has collapsed. Many marriage will collapse. Because the reason why they marry is because of money, property. I order everything that has to do with Satan that stands against the will of God in your life. I order it out in the name. Be ordered in the name of Jesus. Be ordered in the name of Jesus. You know, you confess Jesus. 
But to ask Jesus, that is where your problem is. You say, Jesus is Lord. But to say this with all your heart, that is where your problem is. Anybody can say Jesus is Lord, but it's not that everyone can say Jesus is Lord with all his heart. When we confess Jesus, we must confess it with our heart. But how many of us confess Jesus is my Lord with all your heart? Anybody can confess this. I come against everything that is not of God. I come against everything that is not of God. Anything that is not of God in your life. Anything that is not of God in your life. Your confession that is not from your heart, I come against it. This is why Satan keep dislodging us, replacing us, because we are not where God wants us to be. Where God wants us to be is where our heart is. He plants us where our heart is. So right now, I order your heart to listen. Listen to the voice of God. You heart, listen to the voice of God. You heart, listen to the voice of God. You heart, listen to the voice of God. Listen to the voice of God. There is no other way you can give your lifetime to God without your heart. Where God is interested. The greatest faculty is the communicator between visible and invisible. That is material world and immaterial world. Your heart. Which the Bible refers to as your spirit. That your heart is what they refer to as your spirit. It is our spirit that John himself to God's spirit to declare that we are children of God. I pray the Lord will give you a hearing heart. Amen. It is never late. Amen. So this message will strengthen your desire Amen. and your determination for God. Amen.